the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour and I'm your host Sam Nicholas. We'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests and really just doing whatever the Lord, however the Lord leads us. This is a live program and we're going to be seeking as always the presence of God. We want to be in the presence of God. We want to be where where we can find and receive the blessings of a mighty and awesome God. Yes, we're a live program here in studio, and we're going to be taking your calls. We're here to pray for your prayer requests. We're here to answer your questions. We're here to seek God in his word. We are here to seek him for all that he is. So would you join me in opening this program in prayer? Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence Because you promised, you said in your word, Lord, that wherever two or three are gathered in your name, so shall you be in their midst. Lord, we're gathered in your name now, Lord, to seek you, to seek you for all that you desire to do right now. Lord, you know the needs of your people. You know the needs of your children. And I pray, Father, a special blessing, Lord, that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a special blessing upon each and every listener, each and every caller that you would hear each and every prayer, Lord, and that you would answer each and every need, that you would supply for all of the needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus, whether those are spiritual needs, Lord, needs of comfort and encouragement and and, and, and revelation of your will. I pray for the physical well-being of your people, Lord, that you would heal all sicknesses and all diseases, Lord, that there would be relief from cancer and diabetes and high blood pressure and all addictions, Lord. I pray, Father, for financial blessings upon your children. I pray, Lord, that each and every listener, each and every caller tonight, Lord, would receive your blessing in Jesus' name. Lord, be glorified through this next hour. Reveal your power and your strength and your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. My name is Sam Nicholas. I'm your host, and we'll be here for the next hour. We're a live program, so pick up the phone and call in 
if you have a prayer request, if you have a need, and who doesn't have a need? You know, we are in dire times. You know, I believe that we're so close to the rapture, we're so close to the to the to to the tribulation that we're seeing things unravel. Lord, uh, you know, the Lord is just revealing to His people. You know, the signs are here. Jesus said to be aware, to be alert, to watch, be watchful of the times that you live in. And we're living in, you know, times that we're seeing things happen. You know, everybody's, everybody is suffering. Everybody's going through hard times. But this is nothing compared to what's coming in the tribulation. But I believe we're going to be out of here for the rapture before that happens. But we need to be aware. We need to be ready. And who, like I said, who isn't having a hard time right now? Just have you looked at the gas prices? Uh, well, what about your electric bill? I'm just talking personally. I, you know, gas prices are through the roof. Uh, electric bills have doubled. There's so much going on financially. Everybody's having a hard time. But we know God is able to do beyond, to supply for all of our needs. But that comes through prayer and, 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 and having faith, reaching out in faith to the Lord in prayer. So if you have a need tonight, like I said, who doesn't have a need? Who doesn't need God to make a change? We all do. So if you need the Lord to make a change in your life, whether it's a spiritual change in your heart, in your attitude, whether it's a physical change, whether there's sickness or disease that you're suffering with, call in tonight. Call in tonight. Whatever your need is, the number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. You know, we can reach out to God. We have His promise that He hears our prayers. We have His promise that when we call upon Him, He'll hear us. Listen to this. In James, the fifth chapter, he says, Is anyone among you sick? He asked the question, Is anyone among you sick? Then he or she must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. That's God's promise. That's God's word. You know, you can take that to the bank. You know, the Lord will hear your prayers. Anyone among you sick, reach out in faith and call. Call upon those who will pray for you and anoint you with oil. You know, the oil is is, is representative of the Holy Spirit. We want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We want to be anointed with the Holy Spirit. So call in tonight and seek God in prayer. Seek God for your needs. Seek God for the needs of others. You know, we have a list of, of, of people we want to pray for, and we're going to pray for those in just a minute or two. Others have called in for those who are in need. Others have uh, emailed and called in and reached out for prayer. So we want to honor those requests and pray for them. But we want to honor your request. Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888 888- Nine nine five fifty five fifty two for your prayer request. You can also use that number to call in for your questions. If you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, about 
religion, about cults, the occult, doctrine, theology, whatever is on your mind tonight, I encourage you to call in with your questions, with your Bible questions, with your comments, uh, with your uh, praise reports. You know, Encourage somebody and let somebody know how the Lord has blessed you, how the Lord has answered your prayers. And you can encourage somebody else to pray and to seek the Lord. You know, if they did, if they'll say if they did it for him, he can do it for me too. Encourage somebody with your prayer request. Give God the glory and the honor and the praise for answering your prayer at 888-995-5552. I also always want to encourage you, this is the Lord's Day. I want to encourage you to be in church. Let's fill up the churches again. Let's fill up our local churches. You know, encourage. I want to encourage you to be in the Lord's house, be in his presence, get together with other Christians, get together for fellowship, because the Lord is at hand. The Lord is at the door. He's knocking. You know, when, he, when we read that scripture, I stand at the door and knock. He's talking to Christians. He's knocking at the door of your heart. He wants you to be in his house on Sundays. As the church gathers, don't forget. Don't put it off. Get back in the Lord's house. Let's give him all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Let's get together as Christians to pray, to praise, and to hear the preaching to hear God's word, to be encouraged by his word. Amen? If you don't have a local church, I invite you to the Hills Church in Arcadia, 805 North 1st Avenue, where Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor there. It's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, we have service. Also, if you need a church, we can help you find a church. You know, you can either go to kkla.com and look for the church directory. There's uh, a list of churches that are streaming their services still, and you can call us here, and we'll help you find a church. You can email me at Sammy N L A. That's S A M M Y N as in Nancy L A. dot K K L A at gmail dot com. That's Sammy N L A. dot K K L A at gmail dot com. Uh, you can email email me there. Tell me what city you live in. And I'll email you back with uh, a recommended church in your area. Uh, we can also you can also email me your prayer requests if you need prayer during the week, or if you have a question, email me your question and we'll answer it here on the radio the following Saturday night. So get that done. Use that resource that we have here. Also, I want to make an announcement. I just found out um, some of you uh, listen to Living by the Word. Uh, here at KKLA every uh, Sunday night at uh, at 10 p.m. Uh, a friend of mine, Craig Hawkins, is on there, and uh, another friend, Brian Allen, uh, was a co-host with Craig, and uh, he passed away a few weeks ago, and his memorial is going to be held next Saturday at Core Church, Pastor Steve Wilburn. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to make that announcement, if, any, if anyone wants to, uh, be at the service. It's going to be next Saturday uh, at Core Church. Uh, that's uh, October the 8th uh, at Core Church West in, uh, on La Cienega in West Los Angeles. For more information, you can call uh, Living by the Word uh, or you can call KKLA or you can call Core Church. I'm not sure of the time. Uh, uh, I'll find out this week. But if you want to attend, uh, get in touch with Core Church. Get in touch with the uh, KKLA or Living by the Word Ministries uh, every 
Sunday night here at KKLA. Ten, they start. They go from ten to twelve. Uh, they're late nighters, just like we are here at the Jewish Christian Hour. So uh, let's pray for some people and let's see who's this. Uh, Chrissy is asking for prayer for protection uh, to all the people dealing with the hurricane and tornadoes. Yes, we want to pray for everyone in Florida. Uh, we also want to pray for for Nikki, who's uh, recovering from surgery. I also want to pray for Natalie and for Brian. Uh, they'll be taking some tests on Monday. I want to pray for God's blessing and that everything would come out well. I want to pray for Barbara and her family up in Portland. Um, her brother passed away, Fletcher, and we're asking for the Lord to comfort them and give them peace. I also want to pray for Noah, who's going to be doing some surgery this month. And Jeremiah asked for prayer for a place to live. Uh, I want to pray for uh, a gentleman by the name of Daryl, who's... Uh, uh, he's fighting cancer. So we want to pray for healing, also that he would come back to the Lord. We also want to pray for, for Frank Mitlow, um, uh, who's dealing with some issues. So we want to pray for his healing. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, seeking and desiring your perfect will, Father. Lord, we have prayer requests, and we make our requests known unto you because you called us to be anxious for nothing but in all things prepared supplication, to make our request known to you, Lord, that you would answer each and every prayer and that you would guard our hearts and our minds with the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension. Lord, I pray that you would guard our hearts and our minds, that our faith would be focused on you and what you're able to do and what you will do. I pray, Lord, for Nikki, for total recovery from the surgery, Moldad. I pray for Natalie and for Brian, Lord, that you would fulfill their heart's desire, Lord. Lord, that everything would go well on Monday and that the test would come back clear, Lord, and that there would be no situation, Lord, but that everything would go well, Father. I pray your healing, your blessing, Lord, upon Natalie, upon the baby, Lord, upon everything, Lord, that's going on in their life right now, Lord. I just pray your blessing. Lord, I pray for Barbara and her family, the peace and the comfort of God to be upon them, Lord, as they go through, Lord, heaven's gain, but their loss, Lord. I pray, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for salvation. I thank you for Jesus, Lord. I thank you for the hope, of the blessed hope of being with you in heaven, Lord. But, Lord, in this time of separation, I pray, Lord, your blessing upon Barbara. Lord, your grace and your mercy and your, your comfort upon her and the family, Lord. I pray for Noah, that all would go well in the surgery, Lord, and that you would be the author and finisher, Lord, of his healing. I pray for Jeremiah that you that you'd provide a place, Lord, for them to live and to thrive. I pray for Daryl, Lord, a personal, personal healing upon him, Lord, a, 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 a revelation of your grace and your mercy and your strength, Lord, that he would come back to the knowledge of your grace and your mercy, to who you are, Lord. Lord, that there would be a renewal of love for you in his heart, and that you would heal him from cancer, Lord. I pray, Lord, for Frank, for Frank Amodad, that you would heal him from whatever's going on with this, with, with this tooth issue, Lord. I just pray your healing upon him, Lord, that there would be no infection and everything would be well. I pray according to your will and your purpose in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Those are the prayers that <clears throat> we know of. What are the prayers we don't know of? 
We can't pray for what we don't know. And we want to pray for you. We want to pray for your needs, for your desires, for your loved ones. Who's on your heart right now that you know needs prayer? You can call in at 888 995 That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, like I said, who doesn't need prayer? Who doesn't have a need right now? We all do. So as the Lord leads you, call in tonight. Pray for those who are around you. Pray for those who you work with. Pray for somebody that you know is sick or is in the hospital. Pray for those who are addicted. You know, it's, 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 it's a terrible thing that we all, we all know somebody who's addicted to drugs or alcohol or gambling or pornography. So call in and pray for those who can't pray for themselves, who won't pray for themselves. And let's seek the Lord on their behalf. Let's stand in the gap. Standing in the gap is our duty. It's our privilege to pray for those who are in need. Call in. The number is 888-995-5552. I also want to encourage you to call in with your questions. You know, uh, the Bible tells us, my people perish for lack of knowledge. We need the knowledge of God. We need to know the Bible. We need to know what's there. You know, I encourage you to pick up your Bible. Pick up your Bible and start reading again. Read the Word of God. Go through his word. And when you find something you don't understand, ask. Ask your pastor. You have the opportunity to call in and ask me right now. If you have a Bible question, about, a question about doctrine or theology, any, any scripture, we'll find the answer. We'll try to find the answer for you. So give us the opportunity to answer your questions at 888 888-995-5552. You know, I neglected, uh, we had a, a prayer request. I mentioned the request, and I didn't pray for the, for, the, for the request. So as Chrissy is asking for prayer, for protection for all the people dealing with the hurricane and the tornadoes, Father, we come before you, Lord, asking for your protection upon all those in Florida and all through the path of this hurricane and tornadoes, Lord. I pray your protection upon all those in danger, and Lord, I pray for your your, your blessing upon those who have lost their homes, lost their businesses. All this destruction, Lord, I pray for rebuilding, Lord. I pray for the governor and for all the aid workers and the first responders. And I pray for all the victims, Lord, of, of loss and of, uh, that are hurt and in hospitals. I pray your blessing upon all those, Lord, your healing upon those in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We're here for the next, what, 40 minutes. We've already gone 20 minutes into the program. Call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for prayer requests, praise reports, questions about the Bible, comments, whatever's on your mind tonight. Call in 888 888- Nine nine five, five 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 two. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Fabian. Hi, Fabian. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. How you doing? Oh, jeez. Oh, I've been having a crazy week. I need help. 
Um, I mean, I'm being attacked from all sides. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm doing the Father's will, uh, and it's like I've been lost for a while. I I, I took off. It was like uh, crazy things. It's like all of a sudden, again, it's like I was coming home the other day. My sister loses her job. She's asking for a gun and bullets. Mm. I'm like, please, Father, help. And it's like right after that, I go to a gas station. I fill up, go to start it. It doesn't work. It's like, what's going on? Father, what's up? It's like, okay, there's something wrong. I know. Get away from me, Satan, I'm saying. And it's like, it wouldn't start. I had to get it towed home. I took it. I took the starter out, took it apart completely. Okay? Put it back together, put it back in, it started up with no problem. It's mm. like, wait a minute, there's something wrong here. Yeah. Satan, get away from me. It's like, I had a divine appointment that evening. I took a friend to a, um, a coffee shop. It was like, we were talking. I was telling him of what the things that I have been through and how wonderful God is and everything. And it's like, all of a sudden, there was a lady who came in just and sat in the corner. And she was listening to us mm-hmm. at that moment. And she says, you guys are amazing. I needed to be here for a, mo- for a reason. And I see why, she said. So... They were trying to stop me from getting to my divine yeah. appointments. So, so I need help. I need prayer, guys. Well, let's pray. Let's pray, Please. Fabian. Father, for I pray. God, for God's will. Lord, I pray for Fabian, Lord. I just pray for him, Lord, now that your will would be accomplished in his life. I pray for <laughs> the woman, Lord, who lost her job. And I pray, Lord, that you would that you would provide for her needs, Lord, and that you would keep her from doing anything crazy, Lord like asking for a gun or for ammunition or bullets. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would give her comfort and joy and that she would find a better job, Lord, a better career. And, Lord, I know that wherever, whenever we're doing your will, there is resistance from the world, resistance from the enemy, even resistance from our own flesh, Lord. But I pray, Lord, that Fabian would have victory, victory over the world, over the flesh, and over the enemy, Lord, who would try and keep him, Lord, from your divine appointments in his life, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would open doors for him to walk through, Lord, in your ministry and in sharing your word. I pray, Lord, for protection upon him, Lord, a hedge of protection, an army of angels to watch over him, Lord, and keep him safe and protected, Lord, and that you would continue, Lord, to order his steps as he seeks to serve you, Lord. I pray, Lord, all of your blessing, all of your encouragement, all of your power and strength, Lord. I pray upon his life, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless Thank you, you Fabian. And you just keep God bless you and God be praised always. Amen. God bless you. Well, let's go to our next caller and let's see, let's talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yeah, hi, Jeremiah. Yeah, if you could pray for us, you know, for God to set us free and for God to give us a place, you know, by no later by next week or sooner, because we don't want to be back. We don't want to be in the motels no more. 
And then I had a question for you, you know. Let me ask you something. Why do you think there is hurricanes in the world? Why do you think hurricanes are allowed in the world? Well, you know, when God created the world, he created a weather system, uh, Jeremiah. And uh, I don't know why hurricanes are necessary or tornadoes, but they're a part of the weather system. Uh, and it's just a part of the way things are. It's a part of nature. Uh, they all serve, everything serves a purpose in this world. God didn't allow anything to happen that doesn't serve a purpose or, or you know, a, a reason. But, you know, that's that's for God's providence. That's in God's will is his purpose uh i don't know why these things happen in a perfect world you know there wouldn't be there would be you know wind and rain and tornadoes or whatever there would be no destruction but this isn't a perfect world we're living in a fallen world you know a world where sin exists and evil but uh you know there's there's no answer real to that question except that we need to prepare for these things whether it's an earthquake or hurricane or tornadoes uh you know uh Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Be in prayer. Be seeking the Lord. But these things happen. There's nothing we can do. It's nature. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I just wanted to know because I guess. So let me ask you something. But do you think God made the hurricane? I don't think you know. God created nature. He created the world. He created the weather system. You know, he doesn't cause the destruction, but, uh, you know, hurricanes are a part of the world. You know, you, you can't attribute, you know, things that happen like this to to, to God. You know, you, you can't do that. They're, they, they happen because we're living in a world that is fallen. We're living in a world where things happen like this. Evil was, you know, this world was not, this world was created in a perfect way. The garden, in the garden, everything was perfect, everything, you know, there, there was no evil in the world at that time. But when man fell into a life of sin, when God, when, 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 when Adam sinned in the garden, Adam and Eve sinned, they allowed evil into the world, and these things happen now because of that. You know, God is not the author of evil, you know, it's us, it's man. We caused evil to be, and to, to allow evil to enter the world. Uh, because of sin, and now these things happen. You know, uh, you know, in a, in a perfect world, there'd be a tornado, uh, but it wouldn't do any destruction of you know, uh, you know, it wouldn't you know, it wouldn't destroy uh, or hurt humans. That's in a perfect world, but we're not living in a perfect world. These things, you know, happen. Okay, yeah, Jeremiah, let's pray for your situation, Father. We just pray, Lord. Your blessing upon Jeremiah and his mom that you would finally, once and for all, Lord, provide them with a home, provide, provide them with a place, Lord, that they would be able to get out of the motels, Lord, and live in a place of your provision. I pray for your provision, for your blessing, Lord, upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I'll keep you in prayer, too. I'll pray for your daughter uh, and your gentleman. Okay. God bless you, Jeremiah. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can call in at 888-995-5552. Call in with your prayer requests, with your questions about the Bible, Christianity, Scripture, whatever's on your mind tonight. Call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Hi, David. I'd like to pray for Ukraine. You want to pray for Ukraine? 
I'd like you to pray for Ukraine. That's what I'm going to do. Father, we come before you, Lord. And we pray for the country of the, of the Ukraine, Lord. Lord, this ongoing senseless war, I pray that it would come to an end, Lord, and that you would give them victory, Lord, that they would keep their land, that they would keep their country, Lord. Father, that your blessing would be upon the Ukraine and that it would be end of the senseless war, the senseless killing. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would, that, that you would intervene, Lord, in this in this war, Lord, that you'd bring an end to it, Father. Protect the people of the Ukraine. Protect the people of Russia, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would give wisdom to the president of Ukraine, Lord, that you would encourage him, Lord, and that there would be blessings from unexpected places, Lord, Lord, that they would be victorious and that they would remain a sovereign nation, that they would live in freedom, Lord, freedom from oppression, freedom from other countries invading them, Lord. Give them back their territory, their country, Lord, and bless them in Jesus' name. Bring peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, thanks. God bless you. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Rita. Hi, Rita. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Hi, Rita. Hi. Um, I had called um, some time back. I'm not quite sure, maybe... I don't know if it's been a month already, and um, you uh, suggested I had called about the church in my area in Whittier, and uh, going to it's Calvary Chapel, and I've been going there every Sunday and every Wednesday for Bible study, and I really am liking it. And I had also had asked for prayer for my daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, and. I mean, this may sound odd, but um, she got arrested, which I'm relieved. Hmm. And I don't really know what the charges are. I don't want to know. I, I don't. I don't take phone calls from jail, and I don't write people in jail, and I don't send money, and I don't go to court right. because that's their that's her journey. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'd like to have some. Um, some prayer. I'm not quite sure, you know, of that um, that she'd be protected while she's in there, and at the same time, that her heart be softened. You know, she's very, very angry, mm-hmm. and uh, she has a mental disorder, and also she's uh, drug addicted. So she's got um, some things that she's uh, the plague her, and I just like to have prayer for her. Let's pray. Father. And for myself, this week has been very, very difficult, very difficult for me. Lord, I pray, Father. I pray a blessing upon Rita and her daughter. Lord, I pray, Father, that as she's going through this this court system and incarceration, Lord, whatever the charges are, Lord, I pray that you would use this time in her life, Lord, to bring her back to a relationship with you, Lord. Lord, if she's never given her life to you, I pray that she would respond to the gospel, that she would cry out to you, Lord, in her desperation and find you. Or if she knew you at one time, Lord, but straight upon you, I pray that she would come back and rededicate her life and give herself again to you, Lord, that you would be the Lord of her life, the leader of her journey in this situation, Lord. 
And I know, Father, that you've used this situation so many other times in other people's lives that you would use it in her life, Lord. Lord, to get her the help that she needs to break the addiction of drugs, that she would get the help that she needs for her mental disorder or whatever's going on in her in her in, in in her mind, in her body, Lord, that she would get the help that she needs for her physical well being, Lord. And again, Lord, that she would come to her senses and know the one true God who loves her and is using this situation, this circumstance in her life, to give her the life that you intended to give her. Lord, I pray for her well being. I pray that you keep her safe. Lord, that you would get the help that she needs. And that this would be a journey, Lord, that she will be able to praise you for and give you the glory and the honor to bring her back to a life of of abundance. Lord, you said in your word that you have come to give us life and life more abundant. I pray that you would give her the abundant life, Lord, that you desire to give her, Lord, but that she would be seeking you. And, Lord, I pray for Rita, for, for, for wisdom, for understanding, for compassion, Lord. I pray that you would lead her, Lord, into the things she should be doing and how she should be praying for her daughter. I pray all of this according to your will and your purpose for Rita and her daughter. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Rita. Keep going to church. You know, keep going. Keep up. I said keep going to church. Keep going to Calvary Chapel. I have my alarm. I have my alarm set for the morning, so I better get to sleep as okay. soon as I can. Well, God bless you, Rita. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. You have a nice evening. Thank you, you too. very much. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and it's the bottom of the hour. And I want to remind you that we are a listener-supported program, and we're so grateful for those who help us out and paying the bills here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. You know, we've been here for... Uh, I think this is our 35th year here at KKLA. We want to continue coming to you every Saturday night at midnight and being a resource for you to pray and to seek the Lord and to hear his word and to get your questions answered. So would you pray this week? Pray for us. Pray for this radio program. And ask the Lord if he would have you support us financially. You know, whatever you send in, whether it's five, ten, twenty, a hundred dollars, whatever you can afford. It really helps, and it blesses us here, and it keeps us going. So uh, help us pay the bills here at KKLA uh, to stay on the air. Uh, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, what's really easy, you can make it out to GCH Ministries. Uh, GCH Ministries. Uh, you can send your check, your money order to P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Really, it's uh, it's a blessing when you when you send in your, 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 your notes and your letters and uh, your donations. It's, uh, you know, when you take the time, it's really humbling to, to us here uh, that you would take the time to consider us uh, worthy of your donation. So whatever you can send in, it really helps. You know, somebody wrote me a note that uh, they couldn't send in much. Well, it helps. It helps. Every little bit helps. There is no small donation. There is no large, small or large donation. There's just donations, whatever you can afford. 
and it helps. It really does. It helps us stay here at KKLA. So make your check or money order out to GCH Ministries and send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. And thank you so much when you for your donations. Thank you for your consideration. We really appreciate it here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. And you can call us. Call us at 888-995-5552 for your questions, your prayer requests, comments. Uh, you know, uh, November is coming up. And I've been encouraged to encourage you to get out there and vote. It is a privilege and an honor to exercise the freedom that we have in this country to vote for uh, our officials, to vote for uh, the propositions that's out there. You just heard Pastor Steve talk about Proposition 1. Uh, you know, And I want to encourage you uh, to go out there and vote. Register if you're not registered. And get out there and vote this November. It's important. It's our duty. It's our responsibility as Christians and as citizens of the United States to exercise the freedom that we have here in this country. So get out there and vote. Uh, Call us at 888-995-5552 for your questions, your comments, your prayer requests. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Lila. Hi, Lila. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello? Is this Lila or Lita? Are you there? No, Lydia. Lydia. Sorry, Lydia. That's okay. <laughs> how you doing, Lydia? Oh, fine, fine. So how can we pray for you tonight? Well, yes, listen. My granddaughter, has a, her father is an alcoholic. He turned into an alcoholic, and he's drinking like crazy. Mm. And uh, he's living with somebody, uh, his girlfriend. She's from China, and um, she, uh, my granddaughter, doesn't want to see him because he's an alcoholic, and uh, he's been drinking a lot. So you, so who, how do you want us to pray? How do you want us to pray, Lydia? Oh, that he would stop his drinking. Okay. Well, Father, I just pray for this family, Lord. I pray for this man, Lord, that you would move upon his heart, that you would just touch him, Lord, in such a way, Lord, that you would convict him of the drinking, of the alcoholism, that that he would cry out to you, Lord, to break this addiction. Father, that you would cause something to happen in his life, Lord, some way, somehow, Lord, that you would do what only you could do, Lord, to convict him of this alcohol problem, Lord, of the drinking problem, and that he wouldn't look to alcohol for his hope lord he can't find the help that he needs in the bottle the help that he needs is in you lord and i pray that he would come to his senses and seek you cry out to you lord for his needs for his desires for help lord i pray lord that you would help him that you would bless him and that he would stop drinking lord and come to his senses and be the man that you called him to be lord the father and grandfather that you've called him to be lord I pray for, for Lydia, to, to, for, for your Holy Spirit to move upon her with wisdom. And Lord, that you would take care of her granddaughter, Lord, and that all would be well in this family, Lord. That you would reconcile and reunite this family according to your will and your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Oh, God bless you. God bless you, Lydia. Okay, Good night. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour.
and we've got about 20 minutes left, and I'm going to share a message with you. It's called God is Faithful. You know, we're not faithful, but God is faithful. You know, we lack in so many ways, but God doesn't lack. He's perfect. You know, whenever we talk to people, you know, it seems that everyone is going through difficult times. You know, with inflation and gas prices and everything that's going on in this country, everyone seems to be going through difficult times. Where, you know, thankfully we're getting over this pandemic, this coronavirus pandemic, but we've all had hard times. You know, we all have lost someone or know somebody who's lost someone to corona. It's been a difficult, hard couple of years. We're all going through something. Times are tough and things are hard. Problems are all around us. You know, there's no place that you can be where there's no problems. There's problems and situations and circumstances, difficulties, trials and tribulations. Jesus said, you're going to have trials and tribulations in the world, but in me you have peace. You know, we don't have just peace with God. We have the peace of God. But there's problems, problems like crazy. You know, people are struggling with sin. People are struggling with addictions. You know, people who feel distant from God. There's all kinds of problems, physical problems. You know, sickness, diseases all around us. There's financial problems. I mentioned that before. Times are hard. Business can be slow. There's, there's more, you know, the problem is there's always more bills than there is money. So what do we do? As Christians, what do we do? As Christians, as children of God, we turn to his word. We turn to him. You know, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So when you turn to the word, you're turning to God. You're not just opening a book. You're not just reading words off a page. You're turning to the Lord. You're hearing his words, his message to us. You know, the Bible is a message to us. You know, we talk about the gospel. It's the good news. The good news that there's peace with God. There's peace of God. You can have peace with God, and you can have the peace of God in this world. Jesus said in John, in this world you will have trials and tribulations. But take courage. Be of good heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus has already overcome the world. Do you know God has never lost a battle? God has never lost anything to Satan. He hasn't. He hasn't lost a battle not once. Even when, when, when Adam fell in the garden, God didn't lose. God made a way to always win the battle. You know, in the garden, the, the proto-evangel, uh, Genesis 3.15, says that, that, that uh, Jesus would come, and even though that the, the enemy would, 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 would uh, hurt his foot, Jesus would crush his head. So there's no battle lost. God has always won. God will always win. God has never lost and he's never going to start losing. He always wins. You know, so when we turn to God, when we turn to the word, we're turning to God. And he's won the battle. 
He wins every battle. And you can have victory in Jesus Christ. You can have victory in him when you turn to his word. You know, Jesus knew that there would be times like this. Jesus is never surprised about anything. You know, I just mentioned John sixteen thirty three. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. We can have peace in Jesus even during turbulent times, even in times of an earthquake or tornado, even in times of financial difficulties and sickness and disease. We have peace with him and peace in him. In this world, you will have trouble. You know, it doesn't say, <coughs> excuse me, you might have trouble. It says you will. In this world, you will have trouble. Trials, tribulations. But he says, take heart. That means take courage. Don't fear. I have overcome the world. So God is not surprised about the situations in the world. God's not surprised about coronavirus. He's not surprised about tornadoes and, and hurricanes. God is not surprised that we're in financial straits right now, that we're having problems financially. He knew exactly where each one of us would be right now, this very day. And he has a plan for it. He has a plan for each one of us. He has a plan for you. Look at Jeremiah twenty nine eleven and 12. He says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come to me and pray, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me, when you seek me with all of your heart. So God's not surprised where you are right now in your situation, in your circumstance. God knows God knew exactly where you'd be right now, and he has a plan for you. He says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So if you want that hope, that future, turn to him, seek him, look to him and only him. Don't look to the world. Don't look to, to the government. You know, the government's not going to help you. God's going to help you. The answer isn't in government or who's president or who's governor or who's mayor. No, the, 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 our hope is not there. Our hope is in the Lord. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Our hope is in the promise. God gave us Jeremiah twenty twenty nine eleven as a promise. <clears throat> you see, God knows exactly what he's doing in each one of our lives. He's had, a, he's had a plan for us from before we were born. You know, he told Jeremiah, I knew you before you were born. My plans for you were before you were born. So God knows your life. He knows you individually. And if you know God, you know that you can trust him. If you've come into a relationship with him, if you know him, if you know his word, then you know you can trust him. The problem is, God knows his plan, but we don't. And that's the frustrating part. You know, that's really frustrating. You know, God knows what he's doing. We don't know what he's doing. But what we need to do is to look at the past. Let's look at what God 
has done in the past. Whenever God made a promise in Scripture, he always kept it. You know, you can you can be assured and you can trust God for the future when you know what he's done in the past. But you can't know unless you read his word, unless you read what he's done in the past. Whenever God made a promise in Scripture, he kept it. You know, what examples do we find in Scripture? Well, if we read Genesis 15, you read God's promise to Abraham. He promised Abraham that his descendants would outnumber the stars, how they would be enslaved for 400 years. But that he would send a Savior through them, and they would come out with great wealth. That they would come back to the land and conquer it and settle it there. God gave Abraham all these promises, but Abraham died before he could see the promise fulfilled. And even though Abraham died, God still kept his promise. Even through his death, even through Abraham's death, God still kept his promise. God kept his promise to a dead man. And if God kept his promise to a dead man, how much more will he keep his promise to you and me? If God kept his promise to a dead man, how much more will he keep his promises to us? To us who are alive and living for him in Christ. What we need to know is that God keeps his word no matter what. No matter what. God will keep his word. If God said it, then it's going to happen. You know, God told Abraham that he would have a son, even in his old age, and he kept his promise. God told him that that those descendants would outnumber the stars, that they would that they would that the, that the, the whole world would be blessed through his descendants. You know, Abraham didn't live to see that while he was on this earth. But God kept his promise. If he said it, he will do it. You know, Joshua 1.5, he says, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Matthew 28.20, he says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Philippians 4.19, And my God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. These are all promises of God. Ephesians 3.20 and 21 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in Christ Jesus throughout all the generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, these are just a few examples of God's promises in his word that he has for us, for you, and for me. Remember, if he said it, he will do it. But we ask, when? When will God do it? When will he do it for me? When? When? We keep asking that question, when? Well, you see, when God gave his promise to Abraham, 
He told him the end result. He tells us the end result in his word. The problem is he didn't tell him about the in-between time. He didn't tell him about what would happen in between the promise and the result. You know, God gave him the promise, but he didn't see the end result because there was an in-between time. He didn't tell him all the things that were going to happen in order to fulfill the promise. He didn't tell Abraham that his descendant Joseph would be sold by his brothers into slavery or that Joseph would end up in jail unjustly. He didn't tell him about the things that would happen in between the promise and the fulfillment of the promise. He didn't say a word about the famine that would drive them to Egypt. God left out the details. And God always leaves out the details because that causes us to have faith. He calls us to have faith. He calls us to believe and trust him no matter what. That's why God leaves out the details. You know, and that's, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow, no? Don't you think? God leaves out the details because he's God. He knows what he's doing, but we don't. And that's where faith comes in. That's where we need to have faith. That's where he calls us to have faith, to trust in him. That's why he gave us his word, so we can trust in him, so that we can see all the things that he's done in the past, all the promises that he's given, and how he's kept those promises, and how he will keep his promises to the end of the age. Yeah, God leaves out the details. And that's what he does till today. We don't have the details of what we're going through. You know, there are things that happened in our life that we don't have the answers to. And we're not going to have the answers because it takes faith, it takes trust to keep going. We don't have the details of what we're going through. We're in the, we're in the middle of the promise. We're not at the end. Right now, we're in the middle of the promise, the promise of the Word, the promise of the Bible. We're not at the end yet. You know, we're told what's going to happen at the end, but we're not there. We want to hurry up and get to the end. But God says we must pass through the middle. David knew this. He knew this when he wrote Psalm 23. He says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. He knew to go through the valley. You have to go through the valley before you can get to the mountaintop. You can't get to the top of the mountain unless you go through the valley first. And thank God that he didn't say pitch a tent. Thank God he didn't say, you know, hang around. He said, go through, walk through, keep walking. If you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, keep walking. Start running. Get through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't stay there. Don't pitch a tent. Walk through the valley to get to the other end. God uses the hard times, the adversity in our life to put us in a place of blessings, to bring us to the place of blessings if we let him. 
if we trust him, if we hold on to him, and if we seek his will. You know, as we're going through the middle, the valley, it's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to get mad at God. Don't fall into that trap. I'll say it again. Don't fall into the trap of frustration, of discouragement, of anger for what you're going through. That's not where the hope is. That's not where your victory is. That's where the enemy wants you to end up. The enemy wants you to get frustrated. The enemy wants you to get wants to get you discouraged. The enemy wants to put your focus on anger. That's where the enemy wants you. That's what's going to take you away from God's plan and God's promise and the fulfillment of God's promise. Faith teaches us, you know, that have trust. You know, the uh, televangelists or the faith teachers will teach you that if you pray a certain way or believe a certain way or talk a certain way, you'll get whatever you want. Scripture doesn't teach that at all. That's not in God's Word. Scripture teaches us that God keeps His Word. God keeps His promises. God is God, and it's His plan, and it's His promise. And we can have confidence. We can be sure that He will keep His promises, that He will keep His Word. What He calls us to do is to have faith, to put our trust in him. Not to get don't get frustrated or discouraged or angry. Get into prayer. Get into his word. Look for God because you'll find him. Look for God because he's easy to find. He says, If you seek me and search for me with all your heart, I will be found of you. If you're looking for God tonight, I encourage you to pray this prayer. Jesus, I believe that you're God. I believe that you came to forgive our sins, to pay for our sins on the cross. And I ask that you would would forgive me of my sins and bring me into your family. Bring me into that place of peace with you and with the Father. Bring me into that place of forgiveness and grace. Bring me into your family that I would be born again and live with you for all eternity. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for your promises that you'll keep in my life. I thank you. Amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, you've begun your journey to to be with Christ, to live with Christ, to be a new creation in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, If anyone be in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. You're a new creation. You're a new person with a new nature in Christ Jesus. Well, uh, Steve, Eddie, please hold on, and I'll get to your calls after we sign off. As you can hear, the music is playing, and we're going to have to sign off this little... Our time is up for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I pray that you be blessed. I pray that you be encouraged. I pray that you be faithful in Jesus and that his blessings will be upon you all the rest of this week. And hopefully we'll be with you next week. We'll be here, back here at midnight, uh, Saturday nights. Gentlemen, you make Austin in the blessa. God bless you and good night.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.